You are listening to the Body Charge podcast, and I'm your host, Sandy Sanderson. Our topic today is how to tap into body awareness and influence health. And my special guest is Stephanie Kano. Brittany Kano, sorry about that. Brittany Kano. Yeah, I had to get that right. I am not in my best um, situation today because I have a little bit, I know if you can hear it, a little bit of a sinus congestion. And the reason is that, you know, health is often influenced by many, many different factors. And my focus has always been very strongly for nutrition, you know, make sure I get, you know, plenty of magnesium and vitamin C and, you know, all the good environmental factors. What happens to us as human beings is we encounter emotional stress and any kind of stress is can be very debilitating. So in the management of health, we need to factor in other uh, strategies uh, so it's more holistic and well-rounded. And I think that's um, Brittany's specialty because she has a bachelor's degree in science of nursing and is certified as a life coach, personal trainer, health coach, EFT and mindfulness practitioner, Reiki healer, and the yin yoga instructor. Through her holistic wellness programs, classes and retreats, both locally and abroad, she utilizes her background as a critical care nurse of 13 years, combined with her experience in holistic wellness and somatic training to bring you transformation that is enjoyable and sustainable. So um, with having said that, Brittany, what brought you from being a critical care nurse in emergency medicine to becoming a holistic wellness expert? Specific like point in time, I had a patient in the ICU who was a code blue, which means she her heart had stopped this particular patient. We had to resuscitate her and try to bring her back. So we had her in ICU, and um, I remember just thinking, "Wow, like unfortunately, like she's probably not going to make it." And there's so many reasons why she could, right? Had she chosen a different path and had a different lifestyle because so many of the things that she was affected with, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease um, can actually be preventable. And at that same time, I personally was going through a whole life transformation. And so it was just one of those epiphany moments like, wow, I got to get on the other side of supporting people from not ending up in the hospital because through lifestyle medicine and our choices, we have so uh, many ways to empower ourselves and to live a healthy life. We do, we do. And we find out more as we travel along. And I think we have to be open to learning. I think that's the key element. And so I take my hat off to you because when someone is trained in a mainstream medical system, uh, such as, you know, being a nurse or a doctor in the hospital system, everything is very, very regimented. It's black and white a lot of the time. Um, you have to follow, you know, very strict procedures, protocols. You can't think outside the box. You can't think creatively. You just have to follow the bouncing ball. And so it's a big stretch then to move to a more holistic uh, version of healthcare which encompasses many aspects of us being humans and also catering to individual needs because we don't all fit in the same box. We can't all wear the same T-shirt. And, and having that holistic approach um, allows you to tap in and really cater for someone's individual needs a lot better. 
Now, let me give you an example of why this is so appropriate and kind of ironic for today's podcast, um, because I've I've had some emotional issues myself popping up, which are very unusual in that my mother suddenly, so I was traveling around doing shows, expos, exhibitions, and everything was going fine. On the 24th of July, I came back and on that day, my mother suddenly couldn't walk. She couldn't get up. She had developed a fracture in the sixth thoracic vertebrae, which caused wow. a spinal compression and that blocked her uh, nerve connections. And suddenly the whole world changed and I had, we had to, you know, she went to hospital and then the hospital transferred her to um, a nursing home. And I was thought, not having had any experience in that area, that nursing homes are where you get nursing care. <laughs> We're finding that the system is very neglected and, and, you know, the hygiene hadn't been kept and her catheter hadn't been cleaned and changed regularly. I mean, she had the same thing in for weeks on end. She developed an infection in her bladder and her kidneys. She had to go to hospital. She got sepsis. She, you know, elderly people can die from sepsis and it can go quite quickly. Yeah. So she, she had a close call from this infection, which just came from lack of care. And so my world has been a little bit turned upside down because I'm, emotionally tapping into her sense of feeling uh, abandoned neglected I'm now dependent on others where she was always very free free spirit did whatever she wanted you know I can do it myself kind of personality and suddenly she's she's having very much stress every day in her new situation having to learn and no matter what I do, I'm a, I'm a problem solver and usually I can detach and just get the job done, whatever has to be done. But I find myself empathically tapping into her distress level. So I go to sleep with it. I wake up with it. Um, and what it's done is I think I've sadly, suddenly I've developed a sinus blockage in my nasal ca cavity, whereas, you know, that's very unusual for me. Um, and it brought to light that this uh, load, this emotional load that we can carry, you know, because life dishes you out. Sometimes it, when it rains, it pours. We get like overloaded. Um, and my focus had been on a lot of nutritional protocols, but then you've got this technique that you use in your practice called tapping, which was very interesting for me to read about. And it does address how to manage better and rebalance your emotional self so that it doesn't impact on stress and and uh, and health so can you explain a little bit more about what you do and how it works yeah I definitely can and Sandy my heart goes out to you and your mom right when we are so close with somebody if we're close with a parent or a significant other and we're in the caregiving role even more so sometimes we do, right? We're energetic beings and what's going on with our loved ones, it does have an effect on us. So really uh, uh, encouraging you and anybody who's having emotional troubles right now or hardships to practice self-compassion, right? To really practice uh, being gentle with yourself during this time and also remembering like, what do I really need as well? Making sure that you're taking care of yourself alongside, you know, being that nurturing daughter that it sounds like you are. Uh, but to go into more of what emotional freedom technique is, I absolutely love this tool. It's a very simple practice. So EFT it, is emotional freedom technique. Yep. It involves tapping certain points on the body, isn't it? Yeah. So we're, there's different meridian points. There's a little 
pressure points all throughout the body. If you think of acupuncture, if somebody's familiar with that, just kind of the same concept, but instead of needles, we're using our own fingertips to tap on these areas. And when we do that, we lower our stress response. So we lower our cortisol and we also get a feel good boost. We get a release of healthy uh, hormones. So we get a boost of dopamine as well. And so we're able to, uh, if we're working with a practitioner or somebody who, who, who's teaching us that, we're able to address whatever's going on with us. So it can be great for cravings. It can be great for like negative stress, anxiety, uh, helping you get to sleep, pain even. Um, some people use it for pain. So it's a really great tool. It's a very uh, forgiving practice, I always say. Like one of those ones you really can't mess it up to, you know, really make a mistake. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain patterns of tapping that are going to be more effective for you can never overdose. The energy in the body. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you'll overdose. Um, but it, what it does too, is it sinks, like you were saying, it sinks the mind, it connects the body and the emotions in a state where we're calm. So then we're able, our body's calm, our mind starts to be calm we soften the emotions. And then from that place, we're not so much in fight or flight. And now we're able to address whatever the issue is. Yes. So it's, it's very important to um, self-care, as you said, and being a busy person as I am, it's very easy to forget or to, I have to get through this long list and there's one more thing to do. And there's always one more thing to do. You know, because we're we're in a uh, a business of service to others, and my focus is always, well, what do they need? And then I tend to forget about my own needs, as you pointed out. It reminds me of that saying: when you fly in an airplane and they give you the instructions, and if the um, oxygen mask drops down, put it on yourself first, so that you can be a help to others. Yes, yes, yeah. And to piggyback on what I was saying about self compassion, self compassion is taking care of ourselves and taking care of our relationships. But if we forget to take care of ourselves, right, it affects us negatively and it also affects our relationships negatively. So remembering to prioritize our own well-being as well, because at the end of the day, that's going to keep us around to keep doing the service that we want to do, the work that we're here to do, and also to be with our loved ones. Yes. Yeah, so mindset is very important, has a big impact on health. And if you are feeling emotionally stressed, the adrenaline's constantly pumping and it can have deleterious effects. So for instance, it will um, steal your resources. It will um, overcome the magnesium in your body, which normally may work quite well. But if you have an overload of adrenaline, you tend to pee out more magnesium and so then you become deficient in magnesium and you need a lot more than you would otherwise normally need to bring back the equilibrium to to recover and so um the emotional side is very interesting for me the mind and how it works and you know i think it's uh, it takes a lot of practice but if you have other techniques that you can learn to use that are, um, you know, where you don't really think too much because I, I can overthink things. So the tapping strategy uh, sounded very appealing to me because, you know, then you can just like go into a Zen space and just carry something out, which is like a very simple physical 
repetitive thing. So can you explain a bit more how that works? How it works as far as the, tap, the tapping. So could you give us a demonstration, for instance? How, how... I can definitely give us a yeah, demonstration. So with tapping, we're going to start tapping on the side of our hand. Yeah. So underneath the pinky finger, usually um, two to three fingertips, a light little tap. Yeah. So we're only going to do this side once. And so if we were going to work with somebody, I might say, even though I've been dealing with all, all of this stress, I'm open to feeling better now. Even though things have been stressful, I'm open to letting them go. Even though things have been stressful, I'm safe in this moment. And then we would go ahead and we go to that eyebrow point. So we tap on the area right by the point of the eyebrow, right here on the side. That's where you tend to get a big wrinkle, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is where the 11 is, <laughs> but on the side of the brow. And then we're going to go to the corner of the eye, not at the temple, but that little groove. And again, you can tap with one finger. You can tap with two fingers, just a little, you know, a little moderate tap. And then on the cheekbone, so underneath the eye, we're going to continue yeah. tapping. I always encourage people to stay with their breath when they're doing this. Yeah, can't forget and to breathe. Just, yeah, remember to breathe. That's another really important tool. And then underneath the nose, that little groove there above the lip. So we'll tap there. And then we'll go underneath the bottom lip in the little fold there. I can already feel myself feeling calmer. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the collarbones. I like to tap on both collarbones, but you can do one side. You can do both sides. Again, I typically don't give it too much care if it's uh if I start on my left or do the right. If I'm working with a client, we'll typically try one side and sometimes we'll switch sides. And then underneath the armpit, so like on the area for women where kind of where the bra strap it um, sits, and then top of the head, this little spot in the top of the head. It seems to me you're following the lymph system. Would that be right? The lymph. Um, with this, I don't think that it entirely does, but I think parts of it do. Um, but it's the meridian points. And then we just go back to the eyebrow point. We actually skip the hand like on, make on a follow through. Yeah. Get. But, um, initially for li listeners who are listening to this and maybe driving in their car, one that I like is just even tapping on the sternum with like two or three fingertips, just tapping on the sternum. You're still going to get that stress response reduction. So you're going to get that lower cortisol. You're going to start to connect more with your body it's a good reminder let me breathe yeah so that's let me a, drop into my heart <laughs> and then the vagus nerve which when you're feeling stressed it locks up so that's just reminding it it needs to let go so you can breathe <laughs> yeah and yeah so that could be a, a good one to do even we have uh these meridian points in our fingertips too like so say you're going into a meeting and you want to take your thumb and tap on the outside of the nail button there. while you're you waiting for yeah yeah for waiting something if you don't want to do that full tapping sequence <laughs> in, in an office space somewhere around your friends and yeah, no one can do see it's too. very conspicuous do, do you notice a difference at all from tapping sandy yeah. do you feel any calmer i do i do feel calmer and clearer funnily enough yeah that was just one round so typically you go through it um a few five times. to seven times yeah 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 i'm probably pumping a little bit too much adrenaline during this podcast <laughs> So this would be a really great thing to do before um, the podcast. I have a client who I did this process with because she was terrified to do her MRI. So we were able to do the tapping and the MRI and we got her in a state where she was like 
imagining going into the MRI and we were able to actually do this through also through a meditation process of tapping on her future self as though she was going into the MRI. And then when she got to the MRI machine, she was able to do the test. I mean, she still had some anxiety, but she was able to complete the test. Whereas a week before she couldn't do it. Wow. I imagine that would be quite useful for children as well. You know, if they're a little bit hyperactive or suffer from anxiety um, or had something bad happen at school, maybe they encountered a bully and they were upset just to help them just to center again. So great for kids. A woman came on our retreat and she recently shared that her little, she taught her little boy tapping and she shared that he said, mommy, I'm not going to have anxiety anymore. I started feeling it today in school and I did the tapping and it went away and he's nine years old. I'm like, that's so cool. It's such a simple yet effective tool. It's, I, I love it because it, it works for people. Yeah. 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 It reminds me a lot of magnesium when you have a magnesium massage um, you're moving the circulation and magnesium is passing into the body, doesn't interfere with digestion and you get a fast relaxation effect. And, and I, I tend to focus on those areas which you mentioned are the meridian points, funnily enough, because I feel that that's more beneficial. You know, instinctively you go there if you can like um, just um, use your intuition a little bit more, you can feel those special power points. Uh, I know what you would call them, uh, meridian points, power points, um, special connections or junctions where the electrical system starts to come together, electrical nervous system. And you're um, making it move more fluidly so that you don't get obstructions. So you know, said, more yeah. things can get constipated than just the bowel. And that's the electrical system, the nervous system. Um, so the more strategies we can employ to keep that electrical system and the fluids of the body moving, the better the brain functions because brain needs water and electrolytes and, you know, it needs that stimulation. That's why our moderate exercise is good as well. We're bringing more oxygen in, the lymph, the blood circulations moving everything's moving. So in your practice, do you um, incorporate uh, other factors such as, you know, exercise as well as the nutrition and the EFT? I do, because like you said, it's, we're holistic beings. So when I work with a client, we look at all of that. We look at the nutrition, what's going on. How are you eating? How are you sleeping? How are you moving? Oh, what's your stress level? What's your life like at home and at work? And then we create a plan based on whatever is going on with the client so that it's really specific to meet their needs. Because like you said so eloquently is that we got to keep the electrical system going in the body. We've got to keep things circulating. We got to get our, our energy really in harmony our, in our mind. We got to get our mind in harmony with our body, with our emotions, because it all works together. So really look at the person as a whole and everything that's going on with them. Yeah. It sounds like you're really helping people to relearn how to manage their life their body their health uh to avoid as you said avoid the bad things down the track if we stay numb or oblivious to the things we need to do for maintenance like we maintain our car we put good oil in we get it the the servicing done and the tires changed and lots of things for the car but we tend to forget about our own body and it also needs many strategies to maintain best health and when you have best health of course, we can live into our senior years 
without degenerative disease. We can just, you know, one day when time's up, just fall asleep and not wake up and it doesn't need to be dramatic or there doesn't need to be suffering involved. But we have to learn early, I think, how to manage that health in the best way possible, you know, avoid the chemicals, um, it's good nutrition, and as you said, you know, a very holistic approach. And and for me, the the missing gap, I think, is to pay more attention to my self-care. <laughs> it can get easy to, like, like you said, put it on the back burner, but our bodies are very wise, and they'll get our attention and let us know. So when something's off in our body, you know, I think it can be easy to go to, what's wrong with my body? And remembering, like, oh, no. Oh, my body's actually giving me a gift by telling me, let's say my stomach is upset or I'm so tired all the time where I had a sinus infection. It's like, Hey, something's going on here. We need some, we need some TLC. Can you come, can we look into this? So it's actually a really beautiful thing, even though it's not always comfortable and there's um, some suffering involved when we get sick and, but our body's doing what it's supposed to do. If you, if we don't listen, it starts to hit you over the head with a, a bigger hand oh, that's so true isn't it so true yeah I think that's the lesson so that sounds really interesting if people want to um learn more or to connect with you for for um education or health coaching where would they go they'd go to holistic nurse coaches dot com that's my website and so from there if they come they can book a complimentary discover elevated well-being call with me and they're also if they wanted to get on my newsletter list they can get a free tapping session um recording as well as a digital affirmation call card well that's a good idea a recording so in case you forget the strategies or where to tap you can just click something and get a reminder yeah, once you do it a few times, most people do actually tend to remember it. Believe it or not, I teach it to clients and then they'll either use it later that day or the next day. And they're like, oh, that worked. So it's one of those things. Um, another tool I'd love to leave everybody with, which is pretty simple and uh, even less uh, to remember than the tapping is a, like you were talking about the vagus nerve. So a breath that's going to stimulate that vagus nerve and create that sense of calm in the body. And it's going to be a double inhale through the nose. So, and then a long sighing exhale out through the mouth. Completely emptying the lungs. And I encourage people to do that three to five times, a few times throughout the day, anytime. And then that way you have that muscle memory in the brain when you get stressed to remember that. I bet you breathe. <laughs> oh, yeah. And really make that exhale long and exaggerated and breathe down into the belly because that stimulates the vagus nerve. And so does that sigh it stimulates the vagus nerve. And so it's a really good free tool that's super effective and backed by science and can make a world of difference. And talking about tapping into that mind-body connection, the breath is a beautiful way to do that. The breath of life yes exactly exactly well it's been really lovely to chat with you and i'm sure people will get a lot out of it um and thank you so much for being my special guest today Brittany. really love to have you thank you sandy and thanks for having me on and now i'm going to look up that magnesium massage that you talked out about because that sounds so lovely yeah, have a look at our website <laughs> electromagnesium.com.au lots of information and if you would like to as a practitioner uh, join into our network. Um, just send me an email and I'll give you the information.
Beautiful. I do. I do love magnesium. I'm going to check it out more. Thank you so much, Sandy. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. I hope you liked this conversation and will share it with others. Hear more from Body Charge on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our newsletter to get updates on blogs, podcasts, videos, and magnesium special offers at electromagnesium.com.au. Relax, recharge, and recover.